Hey, good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing this morning? Um, hope you're well on this Friday. And so let's jump in. Uh, of course, I'm Lynn Schrader, and we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff today. But first, for the month of March, I just had several thoughts on my mind. So, you know, it's March Madness, and I don't know about you, but I am an NCAA basketball fan. So really enjoyed uh, watching the Cyclones a little bit yesterday and uh, sad that our Hawkeyes didn't make it through. Um, haven't heard anything more on you and I or Drake, but I know I kind of keep track of Iowa and Iowa State for sure. Uh, so I think Iowa State plays tonight. But uh, And then St. Patrick's Day is coming up because here we are in the month of March. And uh, so for all you Irish folk out there, happy St. Patrick's Day. And, uh, I, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that many of us celebrate Lent, and I just want to acknowledge that. And um, and I, I also just want to say, before we get into a lot of the announcements and all of our market updates, is, um, wow, I'm just so incredibly blessed. Um, and actually, I'm going to hop to this slide. I just want to thank you guys so much. Uh, I've been having some agent visits lately, and I'm telling you, my heart is just blessed. We have the best agents ever at KHI. And, uh, you know, it was neat because um, one agent said, hey, Lynn, how are you doing on that, on your studying? Uh, and I was like, what, what's that? You know, no, you're, you're, you're doing the Bible in a year, right? You said that. And I was like, oh, my goodness, yes. Thank you for asking. And um, and I am. I'm on day, let's say I finished day 68 yesterday. So today is day 69. And I uh, haven't missed a day and don't plan on missing a day. So um, you are my accountability partners, too, as well as I've offered to be your accountability partner in, in all kinds of ways. Um, and so anyway, I just also thank you for sharing your joys and sorrows. So we're we've experienced death and we've experienced new births and it's just uh, my blessing to share all those with you guys. So if you have any other joys or sorrows you need to share, uh, especially, you know, for prayer requests, don't hesitate to shoot me an email or type something in the comments, uh, even here today. I'll keep it anonymous, but I just think there's such power in the power of prayer and support for one another. And I think you guys all know that. So uh, thank you. Um, I'll go back here to our agenda. As you know, we'll go through our announcements and then all of our market updates. And I do have some things on the local level. Uh, at Iowa state level, I should say, and then federal level. And then we'll you know, queue up our comments and questions as always. But he uh, don't hesitate to type anything in anytime. I might not get to it till the end, uh, but just go ahead and type it in. So thanks again, you guys. My heart is so full today. Uh, and if I haven't come see you or and I'm not on your docket to come see you and you'd like me to come to your office, please just shoot me an email. Um, I would love to get there and come see you. So, all right. So, our marketing Mondays, this is what we try to ramp these things back up again once we usually take fourth quarter off and we usually take a little bit in the summer off, but we're starting to fill up the docket again. So we've got on March 27th um, from one, uh, excuse me, they're always 11 to 12, always 11 to 12 on our marketing Mondays. So March 27th, we've got one coming up, uh, kind of resurgence of MetLife, kind of an update on life and disability products. And then Wellmark has popped in with a CEC, so it's virtual. So if you need another CEC this year, April 17th will be the Monday uh, that we'll do that, uh, again, from 11 to 12. The CE, well, it might be recorded, I guess, on the CE. You might not be able to get the CE on recording. I don't think you can. It's got to be live. So, But more to come because we've got some other ideas. And if you have ideas of things that you'd like to see us present on, 
on our marketing Mondays. Uh, why don't you reach out to Kaylee on that one? Because I've kind of asked her to coordinate uh, some of these events that we put on. So excellent. All right. And then super exciting that, you know, we finally, our partners in excellence award dinner is on the horizon for Friday, March 24th. And invitations finally went out. And I love this, that uh, Kaylee put this together, our drum roll, please. And uh, I would like to go through all of our winners uh, this year. And I want you to see, you know who you are if you've gotten your invitation. If you haven't, you should have. Um, but let's start with our Grow Your Business. And um, this is in order of how much you grew your business. Uh, so uh, we're super excited for Dean Zelly, um, Peggy Lensing, Jenny Borwig, Anna Marie Morrow. I am going to read these names, you guys. It is worthy of a read. Brian Thompson, Tracy Hitchcock, Cassie Rothmeyer, Cindy Vandenberg, Nikki Thompson, Jody Suddy, Marcy Strauss, Marty Berger. Lindsay Redman, Shanna Carlin, Jeff Mark, Phil Nolan, Chad McMullen, Melissa Gomez, Ron Stahl, Julie Behrens, Jay Weisenborn, Brent Heinrichsen, Josh Weitzel, Stephanie Schnell, Richard Hofer, Melissa Wardlow, Jared Peterson, and Mark Harris. Congratulations, everybody. Um, remember the Grow Your Business. This is a uh, it's a challenge for sure. And <clears throat> we take that snapshot on January 1 and we take another snapshot on January 1 of we just did it for 2023. And it takes us a while to get these numbers put together because we're waiting on all of our carrier partners to get us updated numbers on all of the all the health business. Right. That's how we track it. We count the health lives for Medicare, employer group or under 65. So congrats again. Um, fantastic. And then I'm going to move on to the next award is our Diamond Level Award. So Diamond Level literally uh, manages the book of uh, counts, I should say, your book of business. So it counts all those health lives. Um, and I'm hearing that tick, tick, tick in the, in the uh, background again. If we can please make sure all of our panelists are muted, um, I would appreciate it. Thank you. Um, Okay, so I'm going to talk over that and try to not be annoyed by that. Um, so our diamond level, as I said, it's by book of business, the top 5% of our agents by book size, counting all your health lives. So congratulations to David Pick, Jeff Mark, Frank Olson, Mark Ebling, Justin Moaning, Dean Zelly, Scott Schroeder, Marcy Strauss, Roger Archer, Marty Berger, Brent Estland, Chad McMullen, Jamie Brahman, Gretchen Zomerman, and Tracy Hitchcock. Congratulations, because you guys are the top 5% by book of business with KHI, and uh, we couldn't be more happy uh, for you. Now, you may have noticed that there's some dual winners. Um, whoops, I'll get to those in just a second. I also want to, before I get there, I want to acknowledge our two rising stars. And we're super excited about our rising stars, because these are folks that have only been with KHI um, generally under a year or two um, and um, newer to KHI. And so they showed great promise in terms of growing their book of business. And so we're also uh, congratulations to Brenda Ludwig and Shelly Pribble for being our rising stars. And we hope that being exposed to this uh, celebration that you'll not want to miss again and you'll follow and you'll work hard to try to continue to grow that book of business over the over the years. So congratulations there. 
And then our dual achievement awards. This is what I was just referring to. Wow, these guys and gals knocked it out of the park because they were not only a winner in grow your business, that means growing your book, right? But also um, by your diamond size level of your book of business with KHI. Um, so congratulations to Jeff Mark, Dean Zelly, Marcy Strauss, Marty Berger, Chad McMullen, and Tracy Hitchcock. Woo! So yay, big round of applause. Can you hear the applause from the audience? Um, way to go, guys. And so I'm excited for next month, we'll be pulling reports to show how we are doing with Grow Your Business and who's already from January 1 of 2023 through January, February, and March, um, what your numbers look like. And a big shout out and thanks to Erica for pulling these reports for me and Kaylee for making these slides all pretty. <laughs> uh, so we look forward to that event on March 24th. And again, hopefully you got your invitation for you and, and your guests. And we hope to have a great evening. All right. So some more announcements. We have our monthly market updates. So our next one, of course, is April 14th on that Friday. And it is right after Easter. It's um, Easter is the 9th, I believe, of April. and so. This will be following Easter. Um, it'll be the 14th, and you can register for all the rest of these if you would um, right on our agent portal. And if you have any trouble with that, of course, give Kaylee a holler. But these are the dates, and I don't know about you guys, but I literally just set up a reminder. It's the second Friday of every month, and I think we only have one deviation from that the rest of this year, and that's Friday, September 1st. Uh, that is not the second Friday of the month, but because of other conflicts, um, we had to move that one. So most of the rest of them, I think, are the second Friday of the month. All right. And then, hey, just a real quick uh, update for you guys. Uh, if you call our 800 number, that's the 800-657-8033. Um, if you called that number in the past, we had that being answered by an auto attendant. And that way you could dial somebody's extension. We probably did this long ago before everybody had direct dial numbers. Um, that we thought this was the easiest way, but then everybody got a direct dial number. And then, I don't know, we just, I think just by tracking our numbers, we realized that having this 800 number answered by a live person is probably best. <laughs> and it's the way we are advertising and using our 800 number for you to get access to our office at no charge. And I know most people use their cell phones and there usually isn't charges for that, but if you're using a landline still, it's a toll-free call. And Jan will start answering that number now. If you liked the idea of being able to dial by extension, then you can still do that. But we do have a separate number that's always been there. It probably hasn't been used that much or we haven't promoted it that much. But if you dial the direct number of 515-576-6655, you will get answered by the auto attendant. And then you can be prompted to put in your extension and not talking to anybody. I know sometimes you just want to get efficient and not talk to anybody on the phone, and we understand. So just please note that change. Um, so when you call that 800 number, don't be surprised that you'll get answered by Jan or somebody if Jan's at lunch or out of the office. All right. <clears throat> so I hope you are ready to mark your calendars. I think we have all of these confirmed. I know Kaylee was waiting on the Fort Dodge location, but feels confident. It's just because it's winter and like people don't answer their phones on golf courses when there's still snow on the ground. I think that's that's the rule of thumb. Uh, but I think we're ready to, to commit to these dates. So a couple of changes though. So June 6th, we'll be at Harlan Golf and Country Club. Um, thanks Randy Pash for letting us leverage your um, 
membership out there so we can play at that course. It just has a nice meeting space and um, has a great golf course there. So that's where we'll be on June 6th. And then on June 19th, we're going to change that one. Some, we were at Sheffield and Sheffield's having some issues with their golf course, it seems like, and roads are under construction. I don't know, but we're moving our normal Sheffield location up to Osage. And thanks for some of you for your help. We just had struggles trying to find a meeting room at some of these places. Because as you know, we do our three CEs from nine to noon and then have lunch and then go play some golf. So um, I'm excited to even think about warm weather where we can actually get out and um, be outside. So we'll be at o in Osage at Sunny Bray Golf and Country Club on June 19th. And then uh, we're going to jump to July and then we'll do kind of back to back there. I'll be in Marion on the 17th at Hunter's Ridge and then the 18th at Riverside Casino and Golf, and then July 21st in Oskaloosa at Edmondson Golf Course, and then August 2nd, we'll, we're going to move this one as well. We're going, we were at Urbandale Golf and Country Club. We're going to Granger up at Jester Park, and they've got a new meeting center. I know Health Underwriters, um, now NABIP, has been up at that location before, and it really is pretty. Uh, and then August 3rd in Fort Dodge, we usually go to the Lakeside Pavilion and then we pop over to the golf course for our golf. But that's where our meeting room is. And I think that's the one Kaylee's just waiting on confirmation. But we feel confident to roll that date out to you guys. And then August 8th, we'll be up in Northwest Iowa at Sioux Center and love playing the Ridge Golf Course. So we'll be up there on August 8th. So I hope you guys, you know, I, I come to see you. This is your chance to come to see me and have some fun and, and mingle with some of the other agents and just have fun and learn something new, okay? We'll be putting out our CE schedule of what those three CEs will be. And I think we'll have one of them be in ethics because a lot of people need that one. And then we'll have the other two um, uh, that are just general ed CEs. So more to come on that uh, as we get closer. So yay, looking forward to it. Um, this is the last time I'll throw this announcement in here, but remember, as you are trying to get your taxes together, and I know I'm starting to get mine together now, and I uh, just got my mom's put together, and realizing that you might go, hey, where's my 1099 from KHI? So we push this out. Look for an email from KHI Commissions. Thanks to Nicole for getting this all set up and um, put together for us. So uh, just know that it's you go to that no reply at tax1099.com. That's who it's coming from anyway. And if you have any questions, of course, reach out to Nicole. Um, do it sooner than later because she's going on vacation and um, she might even leave this afternoon. So if you still have not gotten your 1099 and you're struggling to figure that out, you better let us know as soon as possible. Otherwise, you just have to wait a week or so until Nicole's back. Okay. Well, I think Misty helps check that one too. Thank you, Misty, at khicommissions.com. Uh, okay. Uh, another reminder for NABIP, the National Association of Benefits and Insurance Professionals, doesn't quite roll off the tongue, but it is more descriptive of who we are. Uh, thank all of you for your membership. You know, we still manage a list bill and Misty, thanks for doing that because we pay the bill and then we can either, you can write us a check or we can take it out monthly out of your commission check. But it, we get you a little discount. I think it's a 5% discount for doing it through a list bill, but we're super excited. And you guys know KHI is such a believer in, in our industry organization, you guys. And I've said in the past, look, if you make at least twenty to $25,000 in our industry, that means you're doing this enough. You need to be at this event. This is for the experts in our industry. That's you. That's me. That's us. We need to be experts for our clients, right? So please continue to um, look at 
April 12th and 13th, and um, it's going to be at Prairie Meadows in Altoona. You can register at that link once you get the slides or just go to eiahu.org. And then don't forget, we want to help offset a little bit of the cost for you. So since KHI is a sponsor of this event, we will have a table. You stop by that table and pick up your gift card from us. Usually it's just a, a Casey's gift card or a Visa gift card just to help offset gas costs or, or pick up a pizza on the way home, right? <laughs> so, okay, it's, it's super, you guys. You can check out the lineup and all that kind of stuff, but just phenomenal speakers. Um, we, we hope you'll get signed up for that um, and come see us there. All right. The KHI email blast, you know, we blast out a lot of things, but if you are not getting those from us, again, I reminded you last month, um, this will be the last reminder for a little while anyway, that just reach out to Kaylee if you're not getting, because it says if, if they get caught in your spam so many times, then the system automatically blocks you. So we just want to make sure um, that you can see those. Now, I see uh, something in my, I'm going to just check the little um, chat box here. And, oh, thank you. Nicole says, I'll be here until 5 p.m. today. Well, thank you for that, Nicole. Um, so that's super. And um, another comment here before I leave too far from NABIP. Thank you, Marcy. It says, the NABIP Symposium has nine CE credit hours for the in-person event and then an additional 12 CEs during virtual meetings over the three weeks following. Um, and, and Marcy says, we have a great speaker lineup. She says, including Lynn. Well, thank you, Marcy. <laughs> um, and uh, and then good. Another question while I've got it up here. Do those email blasts come from KHI Marketing or is there another sender? No, it does come from KHI Marketing. Thank you for that question. Uh, it comes from KHI Marketing at KHISolutions.com. So excellent. Um, okay, I'm going to click on to the, back to the meeting here. So yes, um, I think that answered those questions. Okay. Let me move my menu bar out of the way again. All right. Another announcement here is I just, and I pick up things again. Thank you for our visits. As I come visit with you, I pick up some things or make notes here to share with everybody. But these reports, um, I believe, thank you, Julie. I think she's the one that pours through these reports we get from Wellmark. Now, we get a couple different reports, guys, right? So one report that you can download for yourself now is the turning 65 list, right? For people in whatever county you want. Okay, another report is those of your clients that are turning 65. And that's, you know, like your individual market clients that are turning 65. But this other report that just was started, I'm going to say within the last two or three years, is a report from Wellmark. If you have employer groups, they'll send you a report of your employer group members who are either turning 65 and and get this they've taken that number back to like 62 why because people start thinking about retirement and they the numbers show that they tend to buy from the person who they first reach out to and talk to about medicare so um those lists and then also the dependents turning 26 so that could be an opportunity to write an individual under 65 policy. So you've got opportunities here. I just want to make sure, and I, the agents that we've been talking to um, since Marty from Wellmark and I have been out doing some visits, have said, yeah, I get those, but I really don't do anything with them. And it's like, oh, goodness, um, gosh, we don't want to be wasting your time or ours you know, by sending something you're not using. And I think once we talked through it, they went, oh, 
okay, because they thought they were already getting that list. And it may not be that big, you guys. And if you only have a couple retire or a couple groups, so you may not be getting much on that list versus your own members turning 65. But um, anyway, just just take a look at it. But I think it's another good reminder that whether it's a group you might have, but what if you just do Medicare and you don't do anything else, but maybe you have a friend that has an employer group. Make sure that employer group contact, whether it's the HR manager, the owner, make sure they have your contact info. Give them a little packet, right, of a folder of yours or something with your card in it or multiple cards. And you be that resource to those HR managers, right? Because they're they're struggling sometimes to know. And many of those groups, especially larger groups, that broker for the larger group does not touch Medicare and they would not want to talk about it. So anyway, just a reminder there as you're kind of looking for how how else can I grow my business this year? And then don't forget about those retiree plans. You know, again, you don't have to be the agent of record on that group, but you can talk to that employer about putting in a retiree plan. I think we figured the break-even point is around 72 to 73 years old. Once you get people that are that age and older, it's cheaper for them to go to the retiree plan, plan F-like, right, for $212 a month or whatever it is. But as they age, right, and these are flat and they're not age-rated when you're in the retiree group. So you can, you know, write um, some Medicare supplement-like plans in that retiree space. Okay. I think we're going to do another webinar on that. Um, Kaylee, if you're on, if you can just take note of that, I think there's several of the employers, uh, or excuse me, several of our carrier partners now are doing retiree, group retiree plans. So um, we need to have a webinar on that, I think maybe on one of our marketing Mondays. Okay. So let's hop over into our employer group updates and hopefully I have all these dates right. But Wednesday, March 15th um, is the deadline. So um, today is the 10th, right? And so it's the middle of next week you have for those April 1 effective dates for that new business. And then um, the renewals, of course, this is with Wellmark. They do give you up till March 20th, which is a Monday. So just probably, again, try to get things in as soon as you can. And I'd love to remind you that AOR change forms, not only in group, you guys, but this is Wellmark's policy, whether it's group, Medicare supplement, Medicare Advantage. Of course, the marketplace is bizarre, and we can't do AORs for marketplace. So I'm just talking about the group or Medicare space. But know that today is the deadline to get any of those changes in for you to have a first of the following month effective date. And that's exciting, right? So if you can get it in by end of business today, get it to us so we can get it in. And then you'll have that group or that uh, policy effective April 1st, which is super. If you miss it, it's okay. Get it in anytime then by April 10th for a May 1 effective date, et cetera. And then notice UHC is the same for their new or renewals are due on Wednesday, March 15th for that April 1st effective date. And Health Partners, Unity Point Health, which, again, has really been gaining some traction across Iowa, their small group and renewals give us a little cushion there, and they require Monday, March 20th for that April 1st effective date. I know we go through these every month, but sometimes we have new agents. Sometimes we have agents that just forget, so I'm just trying to be that friendly reminder. Um, and then Delta Dental really gives us that window. Of course, you know, today being February 10th, uh, or excuse me, March 10th. Oh, shoot, you guys, I'm sorry. I should have eliminated the February 10th. So today being March 10th, you can still get a March 1st effective date, which is crazy. Um, otherwise, it's going to be April 10th or April 10th, yes, for an April 1st effective date. So um, 
forgive me for not removing the February information there, but yes, March 10th for a March 1st effective date. So you can get it in today and still get that first of the month. Okay. I don't like doing that, right? You might not either because then nobody's got their ID cards and who gets those phone calls but you? <laughs> Where's my ID card? Okay. Okay, this is a really busy slide, but you remember last month I talked to you and I think it was United Healthcare that gave us the data about this. Um, the Consolidated Appropriations Act has this requirement for carriers to report on certain uh, items and they now lean on you slash the employer group to get that information. So here's um, Wellmark's way of their handling it. So we had UHC's way of handling it last month and now we've got Wellmark's way of handling it. So what I want to point out to you here is the, the information that they're going to need is around prescription drug and medical benefit spending premiums, um, or medical benefit spending, I should say, i.e. premiums. Um, and so anyway, this is a requirement in the Consolidated Appropriations Act. It is due by June 1st, so we've got some time. And notice it is looking at the year prior. It is for all groups. All groups. I think there was a caveat if the group was less than like three lives or something like that. There, there is a caveat here. But suffice it to say that most of the groups are going to have to reply. So Wellmark said, hmm, rather than sending everybody to a website, which is basically what UHC is doing, um, if I recall, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, team, but, um, but what Wellmark wants to do is, you guys remember employer connection? Now we've talked about this. This is the way for the employer to do some online things with their group, um, with Wellmark, right? And you guys have your own login as an agent, but remember the employer can give you access to their employer group. And it's things like changing billing information. And now they're allowing terminations or ads onto that group by the employer. And hopefully it's not to usurp your authority, but it's really for you to help them, but also some of them, as you know, are hands-on. Some of your employer groups want to do this themselves, and many of them don't. So you'll want to help them through this process once we know how to do that. So the first thing you can do is make sure your groups are all registered for employer connection. So we had a big push on that a couple years back when this thing was opened up. If you brought on a new group and you haven't done that with them yet, it's a great time to reach out to them now and just say, hey, I'd like to stop back in and get to and make sure you know how to get signed up for employer connection. Um, okay, so we plan, of course, we will let you know, but you will be you will be notified and we will be notified when that's available through employer connection. And we've requested a demonstration be conducted for our agents. So not only we need to know how this works and where to go to do it, but we want to then record that and allow you to have that or we would maybe do a separate webinar for you guys so you can see how to do it. Um, we just need those screenshots, right? And have Wellmark help us through that. So we've got some time. Here we are, you know, almost mid-March, right? And we, it's due by June 1. So they have to get this thing done for us. So please make a note that, um, please, 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 if you haven't gotten your folks signed up for Employer Connection, um, please, please, please help them do that. And if you need help doing that, just reach out to your um, benefit consultants, your uh, Nakia, Allison, Tricia, um, Sarah, Jessica might even be helpful here too, right, Nakia? <laughs> okay. If not, we'll get them up to speed as well. Okay. 
Um, and here's uh, another update, which uh, you guys probably have been hearing a little bit about it, but the UHC All Savers plan is migrating to just a it's just a, a pretty much a name change. Um, it's going to UHC level funded. Okay, it's just going to be UHC level funded, and they're going to move that All Savers onto their UH their regular UHC platform. And I, I think this is probably going to impact even things like contracting because. We used to have to have separate contracting for UHC all savers and separate contracting for UHC uh, traditional right um, plans. So um, they are moving now. You're going to see some change in names and how do we renew and all this kind of stuff. So it, there is a, a training session today at one o'clock, and I did go ahead and sign up for that. But I want to tell you guys that if you can't make it, they have prior webinars recorded and training materials available right now, you can just go through on your own. Um, some people like the live session, you can ask questions, et cetera, so that's happening uh, today at one o'clock, or you can wait until July, or you can wait until October. <laughs> um, but you will want to, if you have UHC All Savers business today, you're gonna wanna make sure you are in the know. So that link is hot, I checked it, and made sure that, that um, you can get the webinar recording and materials by clicking that link, okay? So again, somebody had shared, hey, the, the links aren't live, but once you get the slides, they're not live in the recording, but once Kaylee attaches the slides, um, then the links are hot inside of the slide itself, not in the recording, okay? And I'm gonna just pause because I see um, maybe a me another message here. And, um, and it is uh, just another note here from Nicole, and it says the contract is all on the regular UHC group contract. And if any agents are contracted today for regular UHC group, um, you can email us and we can request the level funded contract to be added. Please email khicontracting at khisolutions.com. Um, thanks for that, Nicole, because I knew there was some changes, right, with that, that product and that um, I think it's the kind of the platform they built that on is kind of being pushed into um, tradition, traditional UHC. So thanks for that. If you guys caught that, then Nicole just said, if you don't have the all favors um, and you and, and you have the UHC traditional, we can add it to that um, to that account. So Nicole, then I'm assuming if somebody and maybe you can chime back in here, I'm assuming that if someone is already um, contracted with all savers will that automatically happen then that that'll be added or do they have to reach out and say, hey, move it? Or I guess we know who they are, obviously. Um, I'll kind of let Nicole type a, a comment there and then I'll come back to you guys. Um, okay, and she just did, that was quick, thank you. No, it will not automatically be added as far as we know. So I'm gonna ask our contracting group to go through our contracts and find out who, who is contracted for all savers with us. And then we can look and see if you have business on the books, obviously we're gonna wanna add that and keep your contract. Uh, maybe if you don't have any business on the books, it could be an outbound call to you to say, hey, is this something you wanna keep? And, and I'm gonna ask the benefit consultants to work with contracting on this because you guys know who's got groups, right, that are active. So our team can work together and then we'll make sure that we reach out to you and, and get this streamlined for you. We don't want somebody to lose their contract just because they didn't know, so, okay. Thank you for that. All right, on to the next slide. Um, and then this one, as far as I know, it didn't really impact us here in Iowa because Humana really wasn't in Iowa on their employer group plans. 
Maybe some of you could have in another state. Maybe you were writing them in Illinois or in somewhere else where Humana's employer group products were offered. I know they teased with coming into Iowa as we had talked to them over the years, but they made this announcement, right? And yep, after strategic and financial review, you got it, right? Okay, bottom line, um, they're pulling out of the employer group space. They're really going to focus on their Medicare business. So notice it says their government, which is Medicare Advantage, Medicaid, and military um, specialty and center well healthcare services lines of business. So they're really going to focus you guys in that over 65 market, right? That Medicare market. So just know that they are very committed, obviously. And, and we, uh, of course, do business with Humana. And some of you guys um, have that with us as well. And if you don't, just a little plug, and we'd love to have your Humana business move to us, because many of you did that prior to being with KHI. Please get with KHI contract, and we'd love to move that in under our umbrella for you. So, all right. And then um, jumping into um, a little congratulations here in our Medicare market. Um, again, here comes the round of applause. Woohoo! Congratulations to Peggy Lensing. Peggy is over in Decora, and she is selling the goodness out of Physicians Mutual Medicare Supplement products and um, dental products as well. It won her a trip to Ireland, and we couldn't be prouder of Peggy, and, and actually her team has really stepped up and are doing some great things, and um, they do, have, Physicians Mutual does have um, an innovative benefit on their G. It just makes them a little bit different, and so we've gotten a few more of you contracted um, we don't want you that are just going to kick tires and maybe sell one. Nope, this is for people that really want to be serious about the beauty in this product. And so I just, um, hats off to Peggy for all your hard work. And boy, is Peggy goal-oriented. You give, put that carrot out there for Peggy and she's going to hit it. So um, it's all out there for any of you. It's all point-driven on how many med subs and dental sales. And I will tease you a little bit if any of you that are interested um, they are going to Mexico next year, and I believe it'll be in April. So, um, and I want to say thank you because because of all the agents that contributed to our sales, including Peggy and um, also Nikki and Jenny and um, so many others that have contributed to the sales, um, I get to go as well. So, um, I think Peggy needs a, an escort. No, actually, Peggy and her husband are going, and then um, me and my wife are going. So, we leave on Sunday, and we're gone for a week. So, anyway, um, yes. Congrats to Peggy, and I'll I'll be there, too, and we'll have some fun together. Okay. We'd love it. Anybody else next year? I think Brenda's going to Mexico next year, if we win the trip, right? If we win it, I think Brenda's going. So let's see how many KHI agents might want to get to Mexico next year on, on Physicians Mutual. Okay. So we know that we're closing here on the Medicare Advantage open enrollment period, January 1 through March 31. So this is the time, as you know, that you can... Um, let's see. Okay. Just was checking. Marcy says, congrats, Peggy. That's awesome. Um, that this is the last time that you can switch from one MAPD to another. Um, you can switch from MAPD and go back to original Medicare. And then, um, you can, you have that ability to get your D. Um, let's see what else you can't switch D plans though. That doesn't work for that. You can't have a med sup and go to a med advantage. Now it is just for those MAPD moves. And um, I think that's just, just to make sure you know that. And then, um, of course, um, you'd have to underwrite if you switch to a med sup now, of course, um, unless they're in their trial right period. Okay, so that's just a reminder. And then this is over. So 
I don't know if you've had any clients take advantage of that, but it's kind of a nice time if you get somebody that's upset with the decision that they made or they were gone and didn't make a decision. Okay. So um, I reminded you, and this will be my last reminder, but Wellmark MedSup kits are now available. They're um, fully equipped with what you need for your um, outlining coverage and all that kind of stuff. You'll see there the dental plan details, vision, hearing details and um, all the requirements. So the kits are available. Please get those ordered so you've got some on hand. And those are good handouts for folks that like to take something home with them and jot their notes. So, um, all right. And also another little update here on text messaging from WellCare. So <laughs> apologize for those of you named Jen, um, but Jen at WellCare is what they're calling this, right? So these are text messages from Janet Wellcare. And so it just goes through here, right? There, the different kinds of messages that are now gonna happen and gonna come to those PDP members. So it, for sure it's good for you guys to know this so that your clients go, oh, what is this? How come these people are texting me? You can just let them know. Um, I gotta believe there's a way that you could probably opt out of it. <laughs> Um, and um, so, but notice some of the some of the messages here. Welcome. There's a happy birthday message, a proactive billing reminder, or a failure to pay message, and an out of service area message. That means, and this has happened, you guys. People, I we had a, somebody move from like Polk County to Warren County, or Polk County to Madison County, or something, and all of a sudden their plan changed. Now this one, WellCare only does PDP here in Iowa. This happened to be a Medicare Advantage client that I'm thinking of, but just know that it could jeopardize what plan they have if they've moved out of the area. So should be helpful stuff. We'll see how it goes, right? Oh goodness. So um, yeah, we'll see. I guess keep us posted on how that goes, right? All right. And um, another statewide SEP, we're calling this the fuel emergency. It's heating fuel. We know that this went into effect um, right around January 6th. Um, and if they had another valid election period at the time of the incident, so it's kind of like if you were in that annual enrollment period and then you couldn't do your D or do your review, um, you didn't make your election for whatever reason kind of tied to that disaster, you do have a special enrollment period and it does run till the end of April. And I have to tell you guys, I think I mentioned this last month and not, not to be political, but I'm just saying there is a lot of leeway. Um, this administration wants everybody and anybody to have exactly what they want, when they want it. And if somebody says they have an SCP, they have an SCP. There won't be a lot of double checking and documents. Um, right. Yeah. Right. So Jody's saying, how would someone prove this? Yeah, they, they're not having to. There is no, um, I, I think I mentioned this in last month's with some of these SEPs, they're just, um, especially in the um, under 65 market, you guys, it's kind of similar. Um, there is just no documentation necessary. So um, they have to live in Iowa. This one is statewide. So as long as they live in Iowa and they had an issue and they want to make a change, they can do that. And it's kind of crazy, right? I guess on our MA PDs, it wasn't really a big deal because we had open enrollment through the end of this month. But this is for PDPs and MA PDs, you guys. This is this. Yeah. So, OK, I'll just leave it at that. And if you've got a client, though, then you're you're serving that client well. And they needed to make that change um, to a different PDP. And they're in the state of Iowa. You know, it, 
everybody had the annual enrollment period, right? And so they they were trying to, you know, whatever happens. They even say, look, if they're even like outside the area and somebody who lives in the area could that helps them couldn't do it. So it's kind of little, I don't know, it's just can be questionable, but hey, they're not asking for documentation. So always, always, always serve the client. And that's where, you know, remember you've heard me talk about passing the red face test. If you help somebody make a change and you were called out on it by whoever, like passing the red face test means here's why I did it. And I stand on my conviction because <laughs> I'm here to serve them. And this was an opportunity to do right by them. So, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, next one is um, the Wellmark Advantage plan. They're going to be doing some monitoring on y'all, right? And your FDRs. Remember, that's the um, first tier downstream and related entities. So it's really think about anybody in your office is an FDR. You're the uh, you're the contracted agent. If you're just a single gal or guy in your office, no worries. But if you have assistants, you have people that talk to your clients. They're considered an FDR. And so this one is managing. Um, and we, we did one last time, like, you know, have you passed all the information and the training to them? But this one is all on scopes. So don't be surprised if you get um, uh, if you get contacted by Wellmark. We also get notified and we're here to help you. But they may ask you for a scope of appointment on a particular client. And remember, we're supposed to keep these suckers for 11 years. So holy cow. Anyway, just be aware of that. It's specifically on the Wellmark Advantage plans. Okay. All right. Hey, this was kind of some fun news. How many times have you done that PDP review and you're like, crap, Cigna comes up <laughs> as number one or number two. Um, when I had to meet with clients, because I just still kind of help out <laughs> as we need help. And I'll go, I'm not contracted with that one. So I'm skipping that one. <laughs> and now, then I would say, look, if you really want that one, okay, you, I'll help you get enrolled through Medicare.gov. But you can't call me because I can't be your, your agent. Why? Because we never picked up Cigna because they weren't commissioning agents on it. Like, why are we going to market that product? I know it's not about the money, guys, right? It's not. But come on. Um, anyway, now, you know, and they wouldn't even contract us from my understanding, right? It's not commissionable and they wouldn't contract agents. Well, now they're going to for the 2024 year. So be looking for us and for more information and we'll get Cigna to do a, a little something, something on we'll figure out who who we can talk to at Cigna or at least get their information on their PDP plans. But um, you can let us know that you're interested in getting contracted. Again, it's KHI Contracting at KHI Solutions. So we'll just put you on a little list. And as soon as we know contracting is available, then we'll send it out to you. And we feel like that's the best way to handle this. So we're not going to ask you to wait and remember to do this. You let us know now if you're interested. And if it gets closer to AEP and you decide you want it, just, just again, email us. Um, but I'm hoping we'll have some more information, you know, by late later this summer and we can get you going on some contracting. So we'll see and we'll let you know when that comes out. And then here's one of our email blasts. So you guys were asking about, you know, and it does come. I should have un I did a cut here. So I I cropped it. You can't see the who it comes from because it just this was the one that it just comes into my email. But put them on your safe senders list if you can and make sure you're getting ours. This was just sent on March 6th. So it was just sent out on Monday. So this will be a good one. If you look through your emails and you don't have this email from us from Monday, there might be an issue. So um, we, I don't know about you guys, but it's like, come on, how many med sub carriers do we need? 
But, you know, it's almost like we can't not have it. So we do check these companies out. The parent company for this ACE Medicare supplement is Chubb. And Chubb is a huge company. Look, they've got them. AM Best has them rated at A++. So good company. They're going to come out with some great rates, right? They are. That's what happens. It's a new pool. It's a, it's a new block of business here for them. So um, notice, too, that they've got a household discount. Um, and it's just somebody living with them, which is always nice. So they don't have to have the same product. They've got e-app availability, et cetera, et cetera. So if you want more information on that, um, just reach out to our team, right? That would be the, the Julie, Erica, Angie, and Kim team, right? So reach out to our, our individual service, sales and service team, and, and, and we can talk with you about the product. And if you would like to get contracted, then of course it's KHI contracting that we've already talked about. Okay. All right, so that's a good one. Um, yeah, yeah. Give us your feedback. And a lot of time, some of you just don't chase the newcomers, but some of you do. And so we have to have all these, we want to have all these available for you to serve your people. Okay. Another reminder with Humana, they're spending a card, uh, spending account card. And so there are literally three attachments. So if you're in the Humana market with Medicare, you guys, you might want to download these documents. I looked through them. I think they're really helpful, um, and especially for your um, Humana clients. They should have gotten some of this information, but it's so good for you guys to have it. And a big um, good thing is Hy-Vee is back in the network. Um, and so it, anyway, just know that it, it was an issue that at this point they weren't showing up in the store finder, but they can use Hy-Vee. And, so take take a look at the attachments, um, and they've got all kinds of stuff. It's not just the over-the-counter, right, guys? There's other things now these Medicare Advantage companies are giving money for. I know Wellmark's doing it. I think I talk about that in another slide, too. Humana's doing it. UHC's doing it. You know, do your walking. Attach your Fitbit, and you can earn more money. And so they need to know, how do I spend that money now? So it's broadening that over-the-counter benefit to other more ways they can earn money, and, and they need to know how to spend it. So and who to go to to spend it. Like Dollar General is now, you know, part of some of these. It's like, what? Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> okay. Um, some more friendly reminders. And again, thank you. Um, and I, I just want to give a shout out to Jody. Thank you, Jody, for more than just this. There was, um, and all of you guys, and Jeff, and Jeff, <laughs> had a couple Jeffs we met with. Anyway, and Scott, you guys, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, Anna Marie, you guys give us information, give me information as we share, and then we can make sure we share it with all of them. So um, when somebody is past the age of 65 and they're ready to go on their Part B, um, this was huge. I like I had never even thought about this, but you, you, they might just think of their current employer, but they'll get shut down, right, if they don't have the other employer they had, because maybe they were with one company while they were 65 and 66, let's say, and then they left that employer and went to a different one when they were 67, 8, 9, whatever. So when there's multiple employers, you need to have multiple forms. So I did go ahead and attach that form. Um, and I just, so that's just a really great reminder. And so just to ask that question, okay, here's your form for your current employer. Were you with anybody else since you turned 65? Here's another form, you gotta go back to them. And good luck getting some of that data, right? Holy cow. 
Um, okay, another friendly reminder is outbound touch calls to clients. And this is a shout out. Thanks again, Jeff. This is so important that we reach out to our clients. And so these are just some tips and things to talk to them about and how that can go so far in retention. Now, some of you might go, Lynn, I have 300 clients. How do I possibly? Okay, maybe you can send them an email. Do you do a little newsletter maybe over the summer and send them with some tips in it? Or you just make some calls, you know, make 10 calls a week. It's going to take you some time or 20 calls or have somebody help you, right? Figure it out. I don't know. Do what works for you. But I'll tell you, if you've got 100 of these, I think you could figure out over the summer how to make 100 phone calls. Um, and anyway, talk to them about over-the-counter, use it or lose it. Um, talk to them about their in-home health visits. Some of them are scared by that. Um, help them understand what that does um, to help the carriers help the member, right? And then their healthy benefits, like we were just talking about, hey, if you're walking or whatever. And then, of course, dental tends to be an issue a lot of times, right? Um, and then another idea, if you have those, let's say you do have 300 and it's really hard, then do like get the library. Um, I think your local libraries will do this and let you bring in or you can order from them coffees and cookies and just have a client appreciation event where they can just stop in and see you and maybe have a couple of flyers or handouts of, of whatever it is, right? And just say hello. So anyway, just ideas, you guys. You know that seniors love coffee. They love rolls and cookies and they love chatting with you, but guess what? Not just you, it's all the clients they've referred to you, right? And then they get to see some people maybe they haven't seen before, or it's a reason for them to get together um, with their friends and come see you. So, okay, just some ideas, just kicking around here as I'm out visiting with you guys. All right, we're gonna jump over to the individual market. So we know, I've been talking to you guys about Medicaid unwinding and impacting the marketplace coverage. Um, hey, it impacts um, all kinds of stuff, but, Beginning April 1, right, this is happening where states will be able to term the Medicaid coverage. It's already been happening here in Iowa because we've already gotten some folks that have gotten their letters. Um, so just know, you know, you just want to start enrolling them as soon as possible to ensure that continuity of coverage. Okay. Um, the other thing I just want, I think I mentioned this on another slide, but this is important for employer groups as well. And um, maybe I blew over that during the employer group section, but uh, so I'll make a comment here to make sure I don't miss this. In your employer groups, if you have not warned your employer groups that they could have employees that are losing Medicaid and need to hop on the group plan, um, just, I mean, it's a good thing to make notice of, right? And to, to make sure they're aware and they shouldn't turn those people away or Tell them they, you know, sorry. But remember, you guys, it's another conversation about the family glitch. I think that's where I have this. It's probably under family glitch here in the individual market. So make sure you're talking to your employer groups about not just Medicaid unwinding, but that family glitch getting fixed. So there's going to be reasons that folks are going to want to jump on the plan or not. Because let's say it's the spouse of somebody that's on the plan and they were on Medicaid and now they're not, and they want to come on the group, you want to be there to talk to them about an individual policy, perhaps, right? Assuming it's, um, you know, the, that they're not paying uh, any much, if anything, for that coverage for that spouse or dependent. Okay. Um, another shout out to Oscar. You know, I just had a phone call with them. And, um, you know, so we know Wellmark tends to be the, the dominant leader here in Iowa and been around um, forever. Uh, but Oscar is not going away. I think there was some questions and people had wondered, you know, what are they doing in Iowa? And 
Um, and they're doubling down here in Iowa. Not only did they expand their counties in Iowa, um, but they're already looking to expand counties in 2024 and expand networks. So many of you said, yeah, this is a challenge for me because A, they're not in my area or B, um, they're limited to that Mercy One network. Um, and that could be true. Um, but stay tuned because I think they are working on something to look at expanding their network for next year as well as their footprint. So this is just kind of a reminder, but they do have the lowest bronze uh, plan in the state. And so if you're looking for that healthy, maybe that young person, um, they really don't doctor a lot. I know Oscar does some great things, cutting edge app stuff, right? Like they, it's just a, I think of them as this young tech startup type company, right? That they have great solutions that are utilizing and leveraging technology. So whether it's their customer care team, and they really do have a care team for each member, which is kind of crazy sounding, but when something does come up, they can help them navigate. Um, so anyway, it's again, it's I know it's not everywhere, but don't dismiss these guys. Um, you take a look at them for the right client, right? Um, and so I want to also show you, let's just look at where they're at today. And so if you're an agent that's in or has clients in one of these counties, these service areas, and we've listed them there, and I think I got all of them. Um, if you're in in this area or sell in this area, I think you want to take another peek at this if you're um, writing those individual under 65 policies today. So this is showing you the hospitals that are in network. So notice you've got hospitals that are outside of the area they're actually living in, but that shows the expanse of their network, right? So um, here's the hospitals, and I think I list them maybe on the next page. Um, but um, but if not, you can see. Let me let me go to the next slide here and see. Yes, okay, I did list all of them. There's 35 hospitals, and so you can see the different ones, whether it's Dubuque and Dyersville, Cedar Falls, Waterloo, Centerville, Des Moines, and West Des Moines. So and more, right? So I'm going to go back to this slide. So. Again, I would just encourage you to take a peek at it. Um, we've got probably, I'm going to say we've probably got 40 agents that are that have written some Oscar, and um, some of you maybe eight, ten policies, some three or four policies. But I do want to do a huge shout out to our top producer recognition. So congratulations to Marty Berger, and I know Marty's over there in that eastern Iowa where they've got coverage. They've got hospitals, and they've got um, you know the accessibility to the product. Um, so congrats to Marty has just won a $50 gift card. And um, actually, this is so cool because um, Sebastian and Jesse from Oscar are actually going to be at our awards event on March 24th at our Partners in Excellence Awards Dinner. And so I'd ask Jesse just to bring those gift cards with him. And um, hopefully, Marty and Cassie, congratulations to Cassie as second place in terms of top producer recognition with a $25 gift card. So those will be brought to our event, like I said, and want to make sure that you get to meet Jesse and Sebastian, also known as Seb, um, great advocate for us here in Iowa. So um, yay, so way to go, guys. That is awesome, and uh, more to come on that. We'll keep our eye out for that. Of course, we're always watching rates as well, right? <laughs> okay, and then just um, if you didn't know this, if you were like, hey, I want to talk to somebody like right at Oscar. So there's Sebastian or Seb, um, and he's our market executive. And yes, he's in Arizona, but 
Um, but he's coming to Iowa, and uh, let's hope for nice weather for those that Arizona kid. And then um, uh, Jesse's now in Texas. He was California, now he's Texas. So hopefully we have warm weather to welcome him into Iowa. So there's their email address, um, their phone number, and then Seb's direct contact info. All right. Uh, another couple reminders, and this also came up on our visits. Don't forget that it's so, so so good when you have two people that you're putting on these policies that you put the policyholder as the youngest. Why is that? Well, it's because when that spouse turns 65, um, it's super easy to remove that older spouse to go on Medicare than it is to, otherwise you have to cancel the policy, right? Because that policyholder, and then you have to write a new policy for the new person. So this is super simple. Um, if you do that. And um, so put the youngest one on. And then <clears throat> when you um, remove them, I did double check this. And so we were talking about this in our visits. Can you use Health Sherpa or do you have to call healthcare.gov to remove somebody from a policy? And I know I did it during um, the OEP. I know I did it because it was true for my sister and her husband. I was able to do that. But um, the question is, can we do it outside of OEP? Because this happened to be, uh, my sister was turning 65 January in January, so January 1. So I was able to do her application and remove her from the, her husband's plan. We had him, the younger one, as the policyholder. But I got in there, you guys, in my Health Sherpa account last night, and I checked. If you go in under um, Update the Application and then Edit Members on the Plan, then you, it's a button that just says Remove. And then you can remove them and it puts in an effective date on when to remove them. So if you have that, try it maybe through Health Sherpa. It might save you some time than having to go to healthcare.gov. But some of you go to healthcare.gov. That's up to you. I just want to let you know it's there. Um, and also, while we're on the topic of Health Sherpa, I hadn't gone in for more than 30 days or whatever, and I had to do my FFM account integration again, right? So hopefully all of you did it no later than, and it was like February 24th was the last date you could even do it for the first time. So I know like Cassandra in our office, I'll, I'll use her as an example. She doesn't write this stuff, but she has an account, right? She just wants to know about it and have an account, and I'm, I'm sure just to be able to do a quote here and there. But I'm like, you better get in there, so otherwise you'll lose it, and you can't ever use it, right? So, okay, so go in there, though. If you know you're going to have an appointment with somebody, Go in there and do that ahead of time because it is a little monkey business, right? It, you have to get your two-factor authentication and then blah, blah, blah. So, okay. So just make sure you do that. Note to self. And then this is just another great reminder while I was in there. I was like, you guys, think about putting that, especially with Medicaid unwinding, put your personalized URL um, that you can get from Health Sherpa. that is when you go to the marketing uh, tab, uh, you can get your URL for your email signature line. I just think it's a great idea. So uh, if you haven't done it, do it. If you don't feel comfortable doing that in your email signature line, then send it out and put it in, um, in an email that you know you're talking to somebody. Just send them the link and go, here you go. Um, you can do this at your leisure and call me when you need help or put it on your website, whatever. Okay, so that was just my little other little friendly reminder for the day. Okay. Iowa updates. Do you know your elected officials? And so I am just, oh my goodness, it's already 10 o'clock. I hope you guys can stay with me. I'm so sorry. Um, but but here's the link to go to for know your elected officials. And I did mine. So I just put in my address and I know Jack, but you know what? I don't know Brian Losey yet. Like he and I have not chatted. I tried to get him 
when I was with NAFA up on the on the hill on February 21st, he couldn't see me. He must have been in committee meeting or whatever. So important. Um, I think that we know our elected officials. And here's why, because I'm going to go to this next screen. And this just came out. Um, and, and most of your elected officials will send you like a weekly update. Hey, here's what happened in Iowa. And I caught wind of this by Ann Meyer, who, because I'm our headquarters is Fort Dodge. She's our Fort Dodge representative. I'm like, this is awesome. Look at this, you guys. It was a bill to license rural emergency hospitals in Iowa. So this passed the um, the Senate, it was the, this, yeah, sorry, the House passed Senate file. So it's probably just going to wait for Governor Reynolds' signature. But get this, you guys. It's a bill to ensure access to emergency care in rural Iowa, in rural areas, rather, here in Iowa. And it includes a quarterly payment from CMS and an additional 5% increase to reimburse for health care services because they're rural in nature, right? And so notice this, that rural emergency hospitals receive a different reimbursement from Medicare than other hospitals based on federal law. So they get this designation of rural emergency hospital um, and Keokuk Hospital recently closed in Lee County. And if you live down in that area, you know that just hurts people. Well, guess what? They think this building would allow for that hospital to reopen as a rural emergency hospital. And it waives that need to have this or waives that requirement for a certificate of need because they have to file that with the state if they want to open a new hospital. Um, so anyway, I just thought that was super helpful. Okay, I'm going to fly through this and then we'll get to questions. Here's our labor market updates. I skipped this for the last month or two, but I just thought it was helpful to see that this is only through December numbers, guys. That's all we have is through December, but we're holding um, steady at 3.1% unemployment in the state of Iowa through December. Um, notice nationally where they're at. And then I just found this so important that um, as of March 8th, we have 70, over 73,000 job openings. And look at the employers, you guys, that have the openings. And look at how many of them are tied to the healthcare industry. I just found it fascinating. Um, holy cow. And then I just chuckle, it's McDonald's. Seriously. Like, okay, we're we're getting sick and we're eating fast food. I don't know, right? I don't know. Um, okay, that was that was interesting. And then here's our by county, and I was just shocked to see. I mean, you guys, look at um Marshall County leads the state at 7.7% unemployment. Um, Crawford with 6.1% unemployment. And then again, down in the Lee County and Des Moines County areas, as well as up in the Northeast with Alamakee and Clayton counties at five and 5.2% unemployment. So note to self, and then look at your other counties, but I found this super, find this always so um, insightful. And then, okay, then the new SSA.gov website, I wanted to let you know, I, oh, by the way, on applying for Part B benefits, you guys on that employer um, document. I did attach that to the handout. So please download that before you go if you want that copy um, of signing up for B once you're past the age of 65. I attached that. And then this one I did attach also, and it's it's probably, it's not pretty, you guys, but it's a Word document and I've updated it. And then you can do anything you want to it, but I just went step by step on how to apply on the new SSA.gov website. I told you about the website last month. But notice there where you sign up for Medicare, the red arrow. <clears throat> and then it goes into the next page, yada, yada. But I, I just put see attached instructions. I hope you find that helpful. If not, make it yours. Modify it. I was just doing screenshots like crazy to get that updated for you and, and trying to help you hand that to your clients that need help doing that if you don't have time to help them do it. Okay. And usually signing up for SSA.gov login is the, is the bugger. Okay. Here's our question and comment section. Um, this is St. Patrick. 
So we'll close with a question to Saint, uh, regarding St. Patrick. So get your fingers ready. How old was St. Patrick when he was abducted? Now, while you're responding, before I open up questions, and I again, thanks for hanging with me. I don't know if you guys knew this, but St. Patrick was born in Britain, not Ireland, to wealthy parents. And he is believed to have died on March 17th, around the year 460 AD. And it goes on to say, at the age, at the age of X, uh, Patrick was taken prisoner by a group of Irish raiders who were attacking his family's estate. They took him to Ireland where he spent years in captivity, yada, yada. At some point he was free. He left and then he came back. He felt called to come back. And by the way, he's not even a saint. So how old was St. Patrick when he was abducted is the question of the hour. And let me get to some of your responses. Kaylee, get your pen ready to answer. And, um, oh, yep, I see that. Somebody had to leave. Um, okay, sorry, I was just, um, yep, some comments there from some folks. But, uh, and, okay, so this one um, is Maddie Tapper. It, it's Maddie got the answer. So, Maddie, and I'm going to give the two that came in exactly at the same time. So, it's Maddie Tapper and Jen Vermeer win the $25 prize. He was 16 years old when St. Patrick's, St. Patrick rather, was abducted. And um, it's so cool because it says during that time when he was, he kind of spent some years in captivity, of course, as I said, and then he was um, moved to County Antrim. And I think it's ironic because Peggy and I are going to be in Ireland. He was held in County Mayo near Kilala. And during this time, he worked as a shepherd outdoors and away from people, lonely and afraid. He turned to his religion for solace, becoming a devout Christian. and. Um, there you go. It's also believed that Patrick first began to dream of converting the Irish people to Christianity during his captivity because they were pagan believers before he got there. Okay. All right. That is all we have. Look, at a lot of you guys chimed in. Uh, he was 16. So that is all I have for you today. I appreciate you staying a little bit late, and I apologize I went over. I hope this is always helpful, and um, you guys love you so much, and be in touch, right? get to me and otherwise I'll get to you. All right. Have a great day and a great weekend. All right. Talk to you later. Bye.